there, everybody. Welcome to the Fighting Wife podcast, the Q&A edition. This is new. I've never done it before, but I've been getting a lot of really good questions lately on my Instagram account. And whenever I get a really good question that I think can benefit all of us, I'm going to do a little episode on it. Now, these Q&As are going to be very, they're going to be very to the point. Um, the regular Fighting Wife episodes, they get quite long, right? Well, these are going to be very straight and to the point. And if you want more, you can go and access all of that content. I, I believe that all of you are familiar with that content. If you're new, welcome. So glad to have you. If you want more of stuff like this, um, how to end the fighting in your marriage and do it God's way, go check out the rest of that content. It is on Apple Podcasts and all other streaming services. This is the first time I've done video. And if if you are a regular listener of the Fighting Life podcast and you like this short form video stuff, let, let me know. I'd love to hear from you. My handle on Instagram is stop the fighting wife. That's stop period the period fighting period wife. And as always, you can reach out to me about anything. And if you have a question, any kind of question, if you want to get detailed with me, I've come alongside so many women like that. But but for things like this, I will keep it very generic, straight and to the point. And yeah, uh, let's see. I think that's all I had. Okay, so we're going to get into it today. The question that I'm going to go over today now, my notes is over here. That's why I keep looking over here. But the question that I am going to answer today is, what can I do when my husband is harsh with me? We've all probably experienced that, our husbands being harsh, right? So I have some, some things for you today to, to consider. Number one, we need to understand that our husband is the ordained leader over us. The type of leader he wants to be is completely up to him. We are commanded in Ephesians 5, 22 through 23 to come underneath his headship, right? He is the leader. You know, Hebrews 13, 17, obey your leaders and submit to them. You know, it just goes even deeper. Go into the podcast. If you're new, you're going to love it so much there. But he is the ordained leader over us. The type of leader he wants to be is completely up to him. Now, I know that sounds kind of... Like, I got to put up with it. You know, he's your husband. This is your guy. We can't change anybody, can we? We can barely change ourselves. I mean, let alone another person. Um, all of our men are different, right? Some are more straight and to the point. And that can kind of be harsh, right? Especially, you know, we're women. So it's like, why do you have to talk to me like that? Well, couldn't you have said it nicer? Well, men are made differently. You know, I mean, they're made to endure you know, going to work day after day. So they're very straight and to the point tunnel vision. And and I'm not saying that God doesn't want them to take our feelings into account, but I'm just saying that they are made differently. You know, some of our husbands are unsaved and some of them are saved and simply not living as they should. You know, they're not, you know, and I mean, definitely when, when our men are close to the Lord, I do believe that God softens their heart and stuff, but this can be a reason for the harshness. Um, John six forty four. no one can come to me unless the father who sent me draws them and I will raise them up in the last day. So fighting, nagging, all the stuff that we typically do as Christian wives, that's not going to draw him. That's not going to make him a nicer man. It's just not only 
God can draw a man unto himself. We can, yes, we can talk to him about it, but some of us know how our men are. That will just spark more of a fight. And, you know, it, it will just be a fight, you know, you know, um, and, and I'm not saying that we need to be a doormat, but fighting is not God's way. We can make our requests known to God. We lay it at the foot of the cross, you know, and we understand that we can't change anybody. Um, maybe that's not the answer that we want to hear. Um, and then of course there's, there's more of God that goes into everything that, you know, we're unable to see, you know, but I do believe that, yes, we, we make our requests known to God. We lay it down. You know, I mean, as long as it's not abuse. Now, I am so leery of saying that because so many women and, and us wives, too, we can twist that word abuse it. You know, and if if somebody wants to reach out and, and have me do a Q&A on abuse, I would certainly do that. Um, but we need to be very careful with that word abuse because, you know, if our husband talks harsh to us, we can be like, oh, well. That's abusive. Uh, not necessarily. Um, yeah. So, but if you have that question about abuse, you know, I'll be very specific. I just don't want to, you know, that's a different question for another time. Um, but yeah, just know that I want to be very careful using that word, but abuse isn't okay. That's not God's way. Um, all right. Number two, we need to understand that it is not God's will for our husbands to be harsh with us. We can be like sometimes, well, my husband is the leader over me, so God's just okay with this harshness, you know? And, and we can actually get a warped view of God. No, God is not okay with the harshness. In fact, Colossians 3.19, it says, Husbands, love your wives and do not be harsh with them. I, I believe and I've said so often on Instagram and my podcast that I believe that God said that to men because men have a predisposition to be harsh, you know, um, for many different reasons. Yeah, I know. But they are direct. And, and when you are direct, you can come off as harsh and stuff. But God is right there saying, husbands, don't be harsh with your wives. And, and so we know that God's heart for us is, is not, that's not that's not it. And um, not to say that we shouldn't have grace and stuff for our husband's flaws and all of that. But God loves us dearly. And yeah, I'm going to leave it there. There's a lot, a lot there. You know, it, it says husbands love your wives. And in other places, it says husbands love your wives and, and give up your life for her as Christ gave up his life for the church and stuff. And we can really be like, oh, well, you're supposed to love me and da, da, da. Well, wife, love is commanded of us as well. We are commanded to love our husbands. Now, it's not I love pizza. It is I will lay down my life. You know, you know, Jesus himself said, if if you love me, obey me. You know, and so it's love isn't this super sweet la la type of thing. It it is action, you know. So so yes, he's he's commanded to love me. This podcast isn't talking about the men, but it is helpful to know that God says things of the men. We all know that. But love is commanded of us too, and love overlooks an offense, right? Um Love is patient, love is kind, right? And we all know that verse. It's a it's a very popular verse during weddings and, and marriage and stuff like that. Well, we are commanded to love as well and to overlook that offense, right? The Bible says it is to our glory when we overlook an offense. Love for us 
just to add to that, can be loving God and by extension, loving our husbands, even when he doesn't deserve it, right? I mean, that's what God did for us, right? I mean, he loved us when we didn't deserve it. For God so loved the world that he sent his one and only son, that whoever would believe in him shall not perish but have eternal life. John three sixteen. So we weren't in a place of even knowing our fault, right? And but but still Jesus came. And you know, Luke twenty two forty two say it all the time. You know, Jesus was praying to the Father, you know, take this cup, take this cup from me, let it pass from me, but not my will, but yours be done. Sometimes God will remove the cup, sometimes he won't, but not my will, but yours be done. Romans 12, 2, we know that one. I say that all the time here at the podcast. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is what is good and perfect in the will of God. And, and, and the thing is, is our culture is like, you earn my respect. You earn my love before I will give it. You know, God's love is not the same as the world's love. So when we talk about love, and, and that we need to keep Romans 12, 2 in mind where it's like, we're not supposed to conform to the world's standard of love. We be conformed by the renewing of our mind, God's love, God's version of love. Number three, God takes our husband's harshness with us very seriously. So again, this kind of goes with the last one where it's like, God says, husbands, do not be harsh with your wives. And we can say, oh, okay, yeah, God says that, but so what? Well, it, he goes further with that. First Peter 3, 7, husbands, in the same way, be considerate as you live with your wives and treat them with respect. Isn't that interesting? We are commanded to respect our husbands. We're not commanded to love them. You know, that's kind of goes implied. But isn't that interesting? So our husbands are commanded to love us and to respect us as the weaker partner and as heirs with you of the gracious gift of life so that nothing will hinder your prayers. Um, you know, he doesn't respect us as the, he's not commanded to respect us as the leader over him. He respects us as a co-heir with him. You know, um, you know, the Bible, it even talks about, um, you know, a man doesn't hate his own body, but, but loves and nourishes it. And we are a part of him, you know, um, we were, we were created for him, you know, God caused Adam to fall into a deep sleep and he, he took a rib out of Adam and closed that place up and out of that fashion to the woman. I mean, we are part of him and we are part of our husbands. And so God takes this harshness. Um, seriously, it says, um, you know, it will hinder their prayers. That's, that's very powerful. But many of us, we, all right, we can hear that and we can be like, yeah, that's good. But then we avenge ourselves, you know, cause when we're not treated right, you know, we don't see God coming down right now and blasting him with fire and giving him what he deserves, you know? Um, and so then we take it into our own hands and we avenge ourselves. And typically we start fighting right? That's what we do. We fight and we fight to be treated well. Um, and I'm not saying you shouldn't be treated well, but listen to what the Bible says. Romans 12, 19, do not take revenge, my friends, but leave room for God's wrath for it is written. It is mine to avenge. I will repay says the Lord. So do we trust God enough that he will deal with that harshness? I mean, we have to lay it down 
at the foot of the cross. You know, when I was thinking about this earlier about recording, I was thinking about Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. I mean, it doesn't make sense with our own mind, right? Um, that, you know, um, yeah, maybe, maybe you can understand what I'm saying. Um, when we avenge ourselves, his harshness is then diverted and it becomes about our quarreling with him. You know, that's the thing. Like he has issues that God wants to deal with him with right but as soon as we avenge ourselves and we take it to the next level and we start fighting then it becomes about us right it becomes about our bad behavior and and he gets off the hook right leave it to god to avenge you number four we can mistake harshness for straightforwardness now i know i talked a little bit about this but our husbands they are hardwired completely different than we are right? And they're often straight and to the point, and they aren't always sensitive to our feelings. They may very well not mean to be harsh, but it just comes off that way. So this is the thing. Him truly being harsh and him just being a leader rough around the edges, the way God created him, those are two different things. And we need, you know, we need to keep that in mind. When a leader is in the act of leading, all sensitivity goes out the window. My husband gives this example about, like, if there was a fire or something like that, and he was leading all of us to get out of the house, he, well, first of all, he's not going to stop and explain things to me. And I will take it further. He won't be nice to me either. Like, get out of the house and da 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 da. Like, he's not going to stop and consider my feelings, you know, like a leader who is in the process of leading right now is, is going to be forthright and us sensitive women, you know, most women are sensitive. Some are overly sensitive. That's me. Um, we can get extremely offended and speaking about being offended, Jesus himself said, does this offend you? You know, he said things like that. So we need to not be offended again. It is to our glory when we overlook an offense. Number five, and this is my last, my last point I want to make on this whole harshness question. What do we do when our husband is harsh with us? Number five, our words are not needed in order for this harshness to change. You know, so many times we think, well, how is my husband going to even know? How is anything going to happen if I don't get in there? Like, I got to let him know that he's hurting me. I have to manipulate right and a lot of times we fight and and even if we don't intend to fight just bringing it up is unto fighting right like because he, he's probably not going to understand or he's probably not going to receive it well we don't always say things at the right time and so it can be unto fighting and it can seem manipulative to him even if our motives are right um first peter 3 1 It says, wives, in the same way, submit yourselves to your own husbands so that if any of them do not believe the word, they may be won over without words by the behavior of their wives. So my regular listeners, if you're new, this is something I say all the time. Your submission to God, I mean, your submission to your husband as unto God, it is your worship. You are a living sacrifice. Romans 12, 1. 
I urge you, therefore, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer up your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. So even if he doesn't change, that is your worship. That is what you do. And that worship is to God, yes, but it can draw your husband. Now, it's not like this magic formula. I don't believe it's like that. I believe that God in your worship can permeate him. Now, this is not like an overnight thing. I'm not saying it has to be two, three years in the making. I mean, it could happen quite quickly. Um, But I'm just saying like God, that's how God can reach him. We don't need to say anything. In fact, let God avenge you because as soon as we start avenging ourselves and we fight and we bring it to that level, immediately it becomes about us. And, And then it's, you know, then we have some heart issues. We have trust issues with God. We have to repent on, it's just, yeah. But, you know, even so, that verse says your husband may be won over. It says he may be won over by your behavior without words. So that means that he may not be, right? And that goes back to what I said at the beginning. The type of leader that he is, is completely up to him. I can't change my husband. You can't change your husband. I mean, even God can draw him. God can draw them, my husband and your husband, but he he will not force his way on them. God's way is good, but God will not force that on them. And and so it's very probable God can do miracles on our behalf, but still it is up to him. So even though the harshness in our husband may never change, our worship isn't dependent on that. We do need to make peace with that, that my husband may never change and I'm still going to worship God, you know, because he tells me in Ephesians 5, through 23, wives, submit yourself to your own husbands as unto God. And yeah, we need to, we do need to make peace with that. I'm going to leave you with one more verse here. On that point, Matthew 16, 26, what good will it be for someone to gain the whole world yet forfeit their soul? Or what can anyone give in exchange for their soul? So wife, I just want to say we can fight, we can meddle, we can manipulate, we can all of this because we deserve to be treated well and, and all of this. But what good is it if we forfeit our soul? I mean, it, it will affect our worship and, and by extension, you know, our relationship with God. When we fight, it affects our relationship with God. And what good is it if we gain all of our husband's sensitivity and we forfeit our soul, right? And really quick, this isn't in my notes, but I oftentimes tell myself this, you know, I I think, well, I deserve to be treated white and I deserve this and I deserve that. And yeah, God wants them to be not harsh with us, right? But But it's like, what do I really deserve? I deserve separation from God. It is by his mercy that I don't get what I deserve. So really it's, and the Bible says every good and perfect gift is from above. So yeah, what do we do when our husband is harsh with us? I hope you were blessed today. And if you have any other questions, feel free to message me on Instagram. Feel free to just connect with me. Please tune into the podcast. I would love, love to connect with you. Have a great day.